It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. I'm trying to record a podcast, mate. You're slurping away. Sorry, on my tea. Drinking his tea, looking at photos of himself. You can't... Um, it's just t- looking at the one you just took of me. Um, you can't be a cup of tea. What would we do with that cups of tea? I don't really drink tea that often, to be honest, mate. You ever seen that one of Gemma Collins when she's in Big Brother? She's tra- talking to that Tiffany girl from um, from America. No. And she's like, she's like, what? Why you guys love your tea? She's like, giving someone a tea is like saying, do you want a grand? It's very funny. <laughs> she's like, it's like offering someone a grand. <laughs> And I, do you know what? In a lot of ways, it is. I always think you can offering someone a grand. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it is like if I go into someone's house and they don't, I say, "Do you want a tea?" I just think, "What the fuck?" You know. You just say to him, "I've got money." Yeah. <laughs> but I think you got. If someone comes in, do you want a cup of tea? It's the first thing you got should ask someone. Hmm. That's the rule. It's interesting because I was thinking of doing a little sketch about this. Because that's what British hospitality is seen like. Off, like offering a tea. That, that's the be all and end all. Mate, that's, that's, that is top. You can't, off, you can't offer someone more than that. <laughs> you really can't. That's the difference between a British mentality and an Italian mentality. It's better than a blowjob. Because Italian mentality, you, you, get, you might get offered like a, a hot drink, but you'll also get offered a plate of pasta. You're going home with... You're going home with snacks. Oh, don't get me wrong. Listen. You know, you can't beat Italian hospitality. I think Brits, it's actually interesting. Did you see that photo I posted on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago on the no. story, on my story? It's, I'll get it up. Where you're likely to be offered food. Is that the one? Where you're most likely to be offered food if you go around someone's house. And it's got a map of, I think, like Europe. And it's all the places where you're likely to be offered a drink or offered food when you go around someone's house. So... Here we've got the the four different options are almost always, usually yes, unlikely to give you food, and very unlikely to give you food. And uh, the whole of Italy is almost always. And in England, or the UK, interestingly enough, uh, Scotland, usually yes. Wales, no, Scotland, usually yes. Ireland, usually yes, the whole of Ireland. Ireland and Northern Ireland. Um, and then England and Wales, unlikely to give you food. I think more a cup of tea, some biscuits. Mm. I don't want fucking someone staying around for lunch, to be honest. So, yeah, that's that one. But uh, what's on... <laughs> <laughs> what's on... Uh... You've nailed it, really, haven't yeah, you? I yeah. think that's what it is, really, I just, think. Just a cup of tea, like... I ain't gonna the give English, you. A bo- the, the English well, I don't want to give you a bowl of pasta. Like I don't want you to stay forever. Yeah, but like, is I'm not just because you're offering me food doesn't mean right. I'll get my sleeping bag out then. You know, like. I mean, yeah, but some people take the piss, don't they? Listen, a cup of tea is 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 what where is that? I think you know what it I is. I offered you a cup of tea. Yeah, and that's you all. Said no. <laughs> just biscuits I'm in not, there. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, look, I go round. I've come round here before with snacks in my bag. And we've been recording for like a few like a few hours, and I just know I don't want to burden you, right? That's fine. But also, I see. I think it's weird if you bring snacks around someone's house. Well, because I know I'm not going to get offered food. 
Yeah, I'm, not sit why, why, why I'm not going to sit here starving for three hours. Cup of tea, yeah. you won't offer me any food. A cup of tea, yeah. But you don't want my fucking food. Well, I definitely don't want your food. No, but you I don't. don't. Want, I don't want what you eat. I might have what, what I, 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 Also, eats. if I go around someone's house, if like, I'm not really interested in eating their food either. They're like, do you want a sandwich? But that, that's, like because, if, that's because you've got an extremely strange... No, no, no. But if uh, people go, oh, do you want a sandwich? Like, And if fucking someone makes me a sandwich and it's not a like, sandwich, like, then if, you've got to sit here there, well, there if, and if eat the, the manky sandwich. If the crusts aren't cut off... <laughs> no, I love a crust. But listen, people were like weird in their... In their so whatever. What's on the top? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, 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 I, was try, I, was, I was trying my best to turn it into a food podcast. You tried your best the last couple of episodes. Turn it's it not into, a, turn it into a spiritual podcast. Spiritual podcast yeah. Um, you had any spiritual um, encounters since the last episode? Uh, since the last episode, yeah. Well, I was sat in here actually when you went out to make a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, I thought I could hear a spirit coming into the room. It's just those fucking birds in the loft. Yeah. Just running across the the roof. They're rapid as well. Yeah, They're pretty quick. They're sort of like. I was last night. I was I was asleep and I woke up and I was all I had all sweaty face and I'm like, what's that? And then I woke up and it was the ghost of Ronnie Cray just fucking unloading <laughs> on my boat race. <laughs> so um, and he says he wants his podcast to be highbrow. Yeah. <laughs> do you want some topics? Yes. <laughs> yeah, come on, what's happening in the world this week? What's that? What's you? What well, you research for us to talk about? Um. So, obviously, everyone's feeling the pinch at the moment. Not me, because... I've got money! There we go. We're we're incorporating the soundboard again, guys. Don't worry. It's not gone. But, um... Going back to the, uh... The... You know, Brits not offering you food. This is what is wrong uh, uh, with this country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, very true. So, anyway, everyone's feeling the pinch at the moment. Yeah. Bills are going up. Yeah, mate, it's... Actually, I'm filling up my car the other day and I was like, I can't believe petrol is just expensive. Yeah, it's a piss take. Food's going up. Everything's yeah. going up. Some people think that we're already in a recession. A particular industry already thinks we're in a recession. Can you guess what that industry is? Already thinks we're in a recession? Mm-hmm. Comedy industry? No. Comedy industry's been in a fucking recession. Though. I mean, it's fucking on its arse, isn't it? <laughs> That's why we have to do these podcasts. Yeah. Can't fucking get any money. Because you fucking go to a, one of the top comedy clubs in London of a weekend. You work really hard to get your 20 minute set together. And then they pay you £120. <laughs> fucking brilliant. But honestly, if you're thinking about getting into stand-up comedy. Don't bother. Just don't, man. Um... There's enough of us, uh, and <laughs> the people that seem to do the best. Um, Besides from that, if you're getting it, well, <laughs> if you're getting into comedy now, by the time you're good enough to be doing the clubs, the rate of pay is probably going to be so fucking low, because it feels like comedy is the only industry that's really. The, the do you know what makes me down. like? Makes me like. I'd done Kay Kerr's gig the other day up the creek and um, there was a comedian on, I won't see who she was, but she's brilliant, brilliant club comedian and just kills it in every room, right? I know who this is. Yeah, and then um, 
but then Kate was saying to me after like some of these like Love Island girls that come to watch I was like oh my god she was so funny I can't believe she doesn't have that many followers he's <laughs> 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 like it's mad isn't it it's like yeah. some people nowadays they associate the amount of followers a person has mm. on the socials with how good they would be a stand up comedy the two are not one bit correlated completely different like completely different completely different like but you would think that the average person w- would understand that but i think i think there's there's good and bad of this i think the good thing is that people are coming to comedy gigs who have never been to comedy gigs before and that's because of social media but the bad thing is they're coming because they think it's going to be like the sketches and the videos that they see online. Listen, at the end of the day, right, to get really big numbers online, like for, for a sketch, for example, on a reel, you do have to make it a bit of an obvious observation so everyone can digest it and it needs to be relatable. Mm. And it's not that... And a lot of proper stand-up comedians just can't bring themselves to do that because... I don't... I think it takes a lot of time and energy and effort to do those... But, but mate, some of some of the things that get, like, loads and loads of views... Oh, yeah. They're such obvious observations mm. and a proper stand-up comedian would, like... Would, would be embarrassed to almost do that. But someone who's maybe new to stand-up or is calls himself a comedian on Instagram or whatever will will do that. Well, I think that, that I like... I, you know, I, I sort of do the sketches. The ones that... I've had that have gone like viral and got millions of views are the more simple ideas that can sort of just resonate with someone. The ones that yeah. I think are really good and I think, oh yeah, this is sick. Like, you know. But half the stuff you see on like a social media which which does get big views, if someone tried to do that on stage, oh, people no. would be like it would not work. What? Like, it's, just, mate. It's, a, well, it's a different medium, isn't it? It's yeah. It's, it's a different medium, but it Anyway, cut a long story short, it, it seemed, it's funny to me that some people would Comedy's make, on its arse. <laughs> no, but some people would make the correlation between the amount of followers and then how good someone would be at stand-up. Like, at the end of the day, they're, 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 they're two different things. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's why I've only got about 3,000 followers, but my stand-up is, you know, up there with Richard Pryor... Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, you know. But I think, listen, I think it's like, obviously you want a bit of the socials <laughs> thing because it, it does help, but uh, you can't fake being a good stand-up comedian. No. You just you just can't, like, you, if someone's been going a couple of years, three years, you can just tell. Like, I don't, like, you, you can you can just tell. And not even just us, like, the, the average punter would be able to tell. Oh, you yeah. know, it takes, it takes a lot, a long time, a lot of gigs to... To yeah. to make it look easy, it can, it can take thirty minutes for you to record a video in your bedroom and post it online, and then all of a sudden it, it you, you've gone viral and millions of people have seen it. It takes years to be able to get up on stage and and smash like a ten minute set or like a twenty minute set. You know, like mm. it's it's a it's a different craft. Um, yeah, but but do you know what? A lot of people a lot of people don't see that. Like <clears throat> I think a lot. of because the great thing about um, good stand-up comedy, someone like Kevin Bridges, like he just makes it look easy, and like he's having a chat with you, you know. Um, I think the so. Thing- so some people think like, oh yeah, yeah, I can just I'll be out, get up there, and like just talk. Like it's <laughs> it's interesting at Top Secret when you have because you got Top Secret Comedy Club has got two rooms, an upstairs and a downstairs. Often people will double, and they'll do the bot the downstairs, and they'll go upstairs and do the, do the upstairs. The toilet is downstairs. So sometimes people will see someone perform in the upstairs room. They'll go downstairs to go to the toilet, see the same person again, and they'll be shocked 
that they're doing the same material and they'll go back to their mates and go, oh, he's, he's saying the same stuff now. Of course he is. You think? I think people think that, some people think that comedians go up on stage and whatever they say is just whatever their thoughts are in yeah, that moment. Yeah. That is mad. I don't get how 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 much writing or craft of a joke goes goes into it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, anyway, that just that just made me laugh that those influencers were like, well, I can't, you know. So going back to my original question, a lot of people feeling the pinch at the moment. Yeah, go on. There's a certain industry that thinks that we're already in a recession. Right. Do, do you know what industry that oh, might I don't be? know what it is. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. It's female-led, predominantly female industry. Stripping. Strippers, bang on. Really? So strippers recently have noticed that there's been a huge dip in the amount of clients they've been getting coming in mm. to the clubs. And the last time this happened was 2007, um, when when the last recession kicked off. Right. And this one stripper posted on Twitter, she said, uh, stripping is sadly a leading indicator of economic health. We always have to be aware of fluctuations in the market and how upper-class white men are behaving and spending their money. Ask any stripper... You have to be aware of how rich people are going to spend their money. Stripping is betting on how the rich will spend their money. A lot of strippers have sort of come out and said, yeah, you know, the clubs are dead. And the last time it happened was in 2007. And they said it lasted for a long sort of period of time. Mm. And I guess if you are one of these blokes, you're spending, spending a bit of extra cash every week going to a strip club or something. Yeah. Probably going to be the first thing you're going to knock on the head, isn't it? Probably. I mean, yeah, probably, I would say. I mean, I don't know. It might be a priority for some people, you know? They're thinking, right, I've got this money for groceries, money for the rent, money for getting my dick hard. Yeah, money for crystal. Yeah. I uh, mean, yeah. I, what I would say, guys, is, you know, um, please do go out there, you know, support your local, local strip club. Well, I was thinking... Uh, is there anything that's like a luxury in your life that you'd be the first to cut out? Uh, what is a luxury? Probably this podcast, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if times got really hard, this would probably be the first thing that went. But this is a, an investment. It's an investment, but listen, it would if, if I was struggling, this would probably have to be the first thing that would go. Selling the mics, fuck me off. Yeah, selling the mics, you know, obviously, you know, you come with a with a price tag. You're a bit like a stripper, really. Yeah. You know, in fact, less, less I think a stripper would be cheaper <laughs> and a bit more fucking enjoyable, in all honesty. <laughs> you should replace me with you, I might you getting a lap dance every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, that might... Um, that might be an option if we do go into full-blown recession, you know, replacing you with, I don't know, Mercedes. I cost fucking way less than a stripper. What are you on about? I don't think you do, though. I, yes, I do. Are you serious? No, no, no. no. Well, when I weigh it up per episode, per, per episode, right. A da- right okay. like a dance in a strip uh, club. Okay, we all no right to get into the final. Are you right if I tell people the final? No, I don't want you fucking telling people right, the final. Okay. <laughs> all I'm saying is, right, put it this way. But all I'm saying I, is, I do it. You'll, you'll get... You're twenty pound for a, a five-minute dance, for example. Right. So it's not it's not far off of 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 the sort of salary you get out of this. I don't I don't really get what you're saying. You're you're what, saying what I'm saying you're is, saying a, is, 
So he's, he's, it would be more enjoyable for the me to probably get a, like a stripper on a, on a weekly basis. But obviously, I'm trying to invest in my future and I'm trying to build something off my own back that is going to turn into a, a bit of a business one day. Is it enjoyable getting a stripper though? Because I've always thought strip clubs are absolutely pointless. Like you're literally just paying to get blue balls. I mean, you, you, I don't understand the appeal of. I sort of grew up with a few guys who would. I sort of grew time, up in a strip club. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in a strip club. <laughs> don't even fucking start. <laughs> I know where you're going. Don't even fucking start. <laughs> I, I grew up with a few guys that would like every night out they'd go on. Yeah. They'd always end up in a strip club, mm. and I just sort of think, well, this is just pointless. I'm paying to be to become even more sexually frustrated than I was when I left that nightclub an hour ago. And I'd always be like, right, I'm off. I'm going home as soon as they went off to. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose club. a lot of blokes do it. A little bit of attention, don't they? Yeah. Is yeah. that why you? Is that why you hire me then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, if you think that I'm cheaper than or that, that a stripper. This is what I'm saying is there's not big, massive differences in uh, in in a, in a price, you know. There, there is a huge difference. They get they get paid fucking way better than I do for the amount of time that I put into this podcast. Mm. If I was stripping, the, the amount of listen, mate. <laughs> if you were stripping, <laughs> you don't know money. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, welcome to the stage. <laughs> I'm just imagining you on a pole now, <laughs> like a little glittery uh, bikini. You know. Uh, um, would you ever go into stripping? If all things went, uh, went to no, shit. I ain't got a body for it. I got a weird body, like um, I got no ass. Take your top off. I've got. Uh, do you want to see my body? <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> oh, you got a pretty good body, I think. It's not bad. It's yeah. all right at the moment. I've got love handles, and I've got. Look at it. I've got no. They're arse. not hardly love handles. You see, I've got no ass. Yeah, you got no ass. You got a white boy's ass. Um, it's not bad. Uh, now take your shorts off. <laughs> You can tell Salvatore works in telly. <laughs> <laughs> the old casting couch. Yeah, I'd love to give you the role, but I'm going to need to see you, cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, old fucking Weinstein over there. <laughs> uh, look, all I'm saying is strippers get paid generally sort of like a, a handsome amount for a very short period of time. How much of that goes to the club and everything else, I don't know. You know, I, I actually, I did find out the average salary of a stripper, 35 grand average salary of a stripper in the UK. Really? Average salary of a teacher, between 23 and 35 grand. So if there's anyone out there doing their PGC <laughs> no, but that, at the I'll moment. I'll tell you, that's a prime example that, you know, like, don't be a nerd, basically. Don't be a nerd. Don't care about the children. Don't be a nerd. Are you into your gadgets? Bit of a bit of a random question. <laughs> it's just moving on. Moving on. Are you into your gadgets? <laughs> oh, uh, how long did it take you to research this episode? This is the se- this is the episode ten that I've moved on to. Oh, really? Yeah. Gadgets? Not really. There's some gadgets that that are coming out. They've come out recently. Oh, exciting! That I think you might be interested in. Yeah, go on. There's this one that uh, has come out this year and basically it's like a, it's just a thing to sort of calm you down. Um, so if you're stressed, basically, you can buy this little robotic kitten, right? And what you do is you put your, 
you put your finger in the kitten's mouth mm. and it sort of just like nibbles your finger a little bit. Mm. And that's meant to sort of be soothing. It's meant to calm you down. Almost like a stress ball kind of effect. I bet people have been abusing them. <laughs> they haven't, they? These are what you're going to tell me. No. <laughs> I mean, that was just the first thing I thought. I mean, the mouth... Pretty... I looked at a picture. The mouth is quite small, so... Mm. <laughs> yeah, even better. <laughs> Choking. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Do you want to see a picture of it? Yeah, go on. There it is. That's weird, isn't it? All right, how about this one? I think this might... Have you ever wondered what the inside of Uranus looks like? My my arsehole. <laughs> Got no interest. It's going to be absolute carnage down there, though. It's the inner selfie stick. And basically... What oh, you... Why is that man's leg so hairy? I mean, is that what you're looking at, not the inside of it? Oh... <laughs> Is that so you can check out, make sure everything's all right? Well, I guess so. Uh, it's got like a little camera on like a flexible cable. Yeah. And you stick it up your ass, and um, you can take photos. It plugs into your phone. You can take photos of your um, your insides, basically. Post them on your Instagram. Sort of do what you want with them. Um, yeah, not mad on that, thanks. No? No. How about this? An ice cream cone rotator. That's a great, that's a good idea. <laughs> yes, you just stick your tongue out. That's a good one. That's a good one. So you put the ice cream in the in the, in the top of the device. You, you sort of hold yeah, it up. Yeah, that's a great idea. And it rotates. Is it? Take my money. <laughs> um, What's your best ever invention for you? The best ever invention? Yeah. Um... Bicycle, maybe? Bicycle. Or the car. Bicycle or the car, really. Yeah. I'd say. I do love a bike. I think probably the bicycle because it's not damaging the yeah. planet. I'll probably say the jet wash. The jet wash? Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> You've had used one? Yeah, I've used one before. Yeah, yeah it's unreal. You think? Fucking bring things back from the dead. They're like a fucking psychic. Yeah, so you think... I think the jet wash. You think the, the jet? Well, you think the jet wash is the best invention? Yeah, I think so. Like modern, like modern, modern inventions. I'd say it's up. Yeah, definitely up there. Jet wash, hundred percent. You and I think a lot of people would so agree with me on that. You think the jet wash is better than, let's say, uh, the oven? I mean, oven is like is is what it is. Like we could use fires at the end of the day. Then, like jet wash is so limited. Mi- you've got a microwave. Jet so. wash is so limited into what you can do. It's not though, is it? Everything comes up lovely. If <laughs> you can only use it to clean stuff, what else are you got? So all right, okay. Picture this: you're the only person left on Earth. Yeah. Every electronic item is completely gone. It's yeah. finished. Apart from one thing that you get to choose, and you're choosing a fucking jet wash. I mean, it's, it's a lot. I think it's a lot more. Um, it's a lot more diverse than what you're giving it credit for, because you know. What, name all the things you could do with a jet wash. You could uh, clean stuff with it. You know. Yeah, that's, up, that's like, it. Makes things look brand new. That's one. Oh, actually, it'd be great for like if people trying to attack you. You can jet wash them. You know, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm coming at you with a knife. You know, like a like a water gun, like when they have them on the trucks. If you're coming with me with a knife and you're just getting jet washed, 
you're going to be disorientated. So it's going to be a very good like thing to use as like a defense, like a defense, you know. <laughs> I tell you what they should do. You know all the high school shootings in America. Like they just replace. <laughs> all the kids should be they said, Look, jet right, wash. <laughs> we're getting rid of all the guns. We're replacing them with a jet wash because that way, right? Any of these fucking massacres in the schools just can be a water fight, isn't it? <laughs> then no one gets hurt. If we jet washed you, you'd come up English. <laughs> it's fucking racist. <laughs> is it right? Is that racist? I mean, uh, if I it, can't be racist to an Italian. Well, if so. I was black, do you reckon that would be that would be? But racist? you're not though, are you? So okay. I didn't. But so you think it's okay to say it to me and not to a black person? What's the difference? Yeah, I am because you're white as well. <laughs> not racist is it i wouldn't say it's racist to someone like me what i'm saying is you've got beautiful like olive olive skin you know and uh <laughs> it's a little bit like you know like 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 brown like not brown like olive dirty is that what you mean i should move on from this because that don't sound <laughs> good does it just a joke <laughs> Josh is banging his head against his mic look i think it's fine to I think it's fine if you're white I think European. I think I'm fine saying. I think, I think white Europeans are fair game because they've, they've had I feel all... like I've said before. I think Italians are more than fair game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, and and what you got to understand as well about about us British. You know, we pretty much saved Europe during the Second World War from you know Hitler taking over. So uh, in a large part, we can we can say what we want. You know, I think that's. Um, I think that's how it works. I think I think I think I'd say that you're. Um, Simplifying it a, a little bit. If push comes to shove and it kicks off with the Russians, a lot of people are going to be looking at the UK thinking, right, what you got, boys? Like, name these people. Who would you rather? Who would you rather your ally in a, in a war, right? Why does it always come back to war with you? Yeah. <laughs> Why does it always come back to the war, World War Two? you know? UK, France, who are you choosing? Just, who are you choosing? It's a very simplified... UK, you know, France, who are you choosing? Very basic mentality UK, you France, who are you choosing? International relations, it always boils down. Well, we'll have a fucking war of them. <laughs> we will beat them in a war. <laughs> UK, France, who are you choosing? Well, no one wants to be with a French, do they? Yeah. UK, Holland, who are you choosing? I'll be with the Germans. If it was UK, Germany, I'd... Really? Would you rather the Germans? I not wouldn't rather be with the Germans. We got previous, I mean, haven't we? <laughs> what I would say is, check the fucking scoreboard, mate. <laughs> I think you'll find it's two nil. You no, shouldn't say that. You know, I tell you what. That's one of the things when when England played the World Cup, when people were singing about uh, the the German bombers and the and the two World Wars, like I do run my eyes a bit, and I think. Like, can't we should be saying that really? And it's a yeah. bit, it's a bit muggy, really. Like my, my, like you know, my grandparents fought in in the World War, but I wouldn't, I don't take that as my as my um victory. You know, that's something that they very proud yeah. that they done. You know, like it's oh, it's one up. thing that puts me off going to watch England games at the pub because I'm surrounded by what becomes a very sort of like, and it's fine to support your team and everything else, but it becomes like nationalistic to the point of like quite vicious and, and mean from some people and I think those like I said I've always said this like there'd be it might just be a few voices in the crowd but they can dictate the mood from everyone else and I sort of start One to think thing I would as, say, as a foreign as, as, as someone with foreign heritage I start to think I'm not really welcome in this pub all of a sudden well you're right because you're not 
<laughs> no, only joking. No, but well, you're right. No, but you're right though. I think to a certain extent you are right though. Oh fucking hell! Get the violin out. Here we go. But no, it's, it's like no. One thing I would say. Right, no, course you're like let's, let's, no, no, let's, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Let's say it was like this. Let's say it like this. No, listen, listen. No, 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 no. Listen, this is my country. No, one thing I would say. No, you're you're totally right. And of course, there are there are twats out there that are that are very sort of nationalistic and 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 they are just they are just idiots they are just absolute divs right and um of course you're welcome that's one of the things of course <laughs> you can stay <laughs> no what what that's one of the great things about britain for me <laughs> has always been immigration you know my family have not always been from england you know like if you go back through the generations you know my family come over from ireland and that's what that you know that's what makes this country great is that there is a, is a bit of a mix of of, of cultures of diversity it's what makes it makes it british Obviously, some people don't see it like that, and they're, and they're, and they're idiots. But one thing I would say, though, is remember when we were playing Germany, right? And the pan, the camera pan, <laughs> so that little German girl in tears, she must have been no more than 10, and we all cheered. That was brilliant. And that made me so <laughs> proud to be British. And I know, I know people that are black, Asian, Italian, whatever, under the British banner. We all collectively come together <laughs> And laughed at that little girl. And it was brilliant. It was great fun. It was great fun. It was great fun. And then someone was like, oh, no, this is not right. Let's uh, let's start a pay- let's start a just giving for this poor girl. What? Her dad's clearly rich enough to come over here, pay for the money of the tickets. She don't need the money, man. Um, I feel like that was a time that brought us all together. But what I would say is people from all different backgrounds, we all collectively joined in and had a good laugh at that moment mm. in time. This is what is wrong uh, uh, with this country. <laughs> some would say, some would say, but I would also say that's what our sense of humour is what makes us, is what makes us brilliant. Yeah, I mean, um, it's interesting because after the final, they showed a couple of images of uh, a young English lad crying. How was it, day? And the Italians <laughs> loved it. Yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than watching a kid cry like if you've just beaten their football team. There's nothing There's nothing better. It, listen, it's all fair in love and more, isn't it, you know? I think I think that wraps us up for another episode. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But I do I just want to end this this um this show by saying you are very welcome in this in this in this country, Salvatore. Until um, you replace me with a stripper. Yeah. Or as I said, one of the other um, you know, British Italian. Uh, comedians on the on the circuit uh, but just a quick one I know I keep banging on about it but I just want to let you all know um, that I've done latest introduces on Mo Gilligan's battle award winning latest show uh, it's on the YouTube channel and it's on the all four platform I think so go and watch um, my set on there um, it was great I really enjoyed it it was a great fantastic experience like I said I don't know if I'll get another opportunity like this again. So please go and watch it and watch it on, on YouTube. Watch it on your big TV and have a night of it and enjoy it. I mean, it's only five minutes long, so I won't take a night. But but just enjoy it, you know. Sit down, have a takeaway and and, and fill your boots and um, make sure to share it to your friends and that. Also, I've got a work in progress show at the Camden Fringe on the 17th and 18th of August. I would absolutely love you. 
your friends and your family. I'd love you all to be there. Um, it's basically a, a work in progress show I'm doing with another great comedian called Josh Balf. And it's called The Two Joshes. We do half an hour each of, of sort of new and old jokes. And um, I'm really going to be talking to the audience and, and bouncing, bouncing some new ideas around. So please get a ticket. They're only £5. The link's in my bio on Instagram. Um, Salvatore has also got uh, a show uh, called... Matt and Sam Attempt Murder. Matt and Sam Attempt to Murder. So, yeah. And listen, keep on... Please leave an iTunes review for this podcast. Please leave a, a Spotify review. And get it out there. Keep getting it out there. Some of the guests we've got lined up are fantastic can't wait to share them with you and they're not too far away because the studio's up and running now and uh yeah they're, they're gonna be great you're gonna be surprised at some of the people we've managed to get you're gonna be oh no that's quite impressive so um hold tight sit tight and um yeah thank you so much for listening see you next time Ta-ra.